0: banner and one
1: hulk one weekly discussion of comics and nerd culture i am your host robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer
0: and i'm your other host eric z goodnight professional artist and illustration nerd
1: and we are the handsome boys comics hour you home for news reviews slightly antagonistic mantra and much 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 much
0: much 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 more it's too many muches
1: no it's not
0: it was way too many way you should be ashamed of yourself i um, mm, mm, no. Well, I'm glad we settled that.
1: <laughs> this is episode 141. Eric, how's it going?
0: It's going good. I'm, I'm sore.
1: It's because you're a fitness man.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Fitness man. Eric, good night. I'm, try-
0: I'm, I'm trying to remember the, the, the Mike Tyson joke.
1: You're to fade into Bolivian?
0: Uh, I, if that's a Mike Tyson joke, I don't know... No.
1: I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, the, Well, the punch the punchline is Thor. Oh, he, I he, get it. I got talks, it. But, yeah. Yeah,
1: he talks. Yeah. He has a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hansmites. We're, we're finishing up Parasite. It's a manga from Chopin.
0: A Hamanga. A
1: Hamanga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you, <Dude>, <laughs> you had a little bump of coke a minute ago, didn't you?
1: Just, you know, I got to get those energies up. Uh, volumes 5 through 8 by Hitoshi Iwaki. See, no hesitation this time. hmm I'm getting you better. finally
0: learned how to say it.
1: I know. I learned how to speak words. Uh, but before we get into that, we are going to be discussing comic books that came out this week, and what a week it was. Uh pretty jam-packed week of comics. Are you ready for this, Eric?
0: I was I was born ready. for this <laughs> God, thank you yeah. we need to we need to put you in time out
1: <laughs> it it is time for <laughs> weekly floppies <laughs> weekly floppies is the part of the show where eric and i will review a selection of this week's books tell you to buy or do not buy them there may or may not be a mush meter involved it goes from one to five and there's also uh some we can maybe differ on opinions maybe nah uh, yeah yeah uh. Our first book of the week, uh, certainly one I've been looking forward to for quite a while, is Black Panther Number One, written by Tana Coates. art Brian Stelfreeze, colors Laura Martin, letters Joe Sabino, design Manny Medeiros. Um, ta uh, Tana Coates, a accomplished nonfiction writer, um, this is I, I don't mind, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he's written any fiction at all. Uh, prior mm. to this he probably has but
0: it seems it seems unlikely that i mean even a short story or something
1: but this is his first comic book uh um, yeah that there's a that's a, a big deal about this but um i was just he's a very smart man with very uh uh interesting ideas and i was curious to see how, w- what his take on black panther would be um th- i like this comic
0: it, it i think it's kind of impossible that uh, this book is just good yeah. Um it, it, maybe you shouldn't read it if you're a tremendous racist. <laughs> um not that not reading this book makes you a racist, but that might be the only reason not to read this book. I had not even heard of Brian Stelfreeze that that long ago. Uh I think he went to the uh the the MiniCon, whatever the heroes the Charlotte MiniCon is called. I don't even remember, but he he went to that and I saw his art for the first time then, and I regret that I had never heard of him uh, before that, because he is really, really good. It's, it's, this is a remarkably beautiful book.
1: Yes, it, I really like, like, it does a lot Mm. in one issue. Mm -hmm. It sets up a lot of different characters, resets the status quo of the Black Panther, you know, gets a lot of things in motion uh and a lot of depth and character and the art is gorgeous. I'm I don't know. It 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 met it's my a, expectations.
0: It it's a complete no-brainer of a <laughs> I don't know. It's it's one of those things that like Miss Marvel or something. It's going to be the new Miss Marvel. Yeah. It's where it's just like every week it's or every month it's like, yeah, predictably this book is excellent and you're an imbecile if you're not reading it. Damn it, I can't get over how beautiful it is.
1: Yeah, it... it. it I'm glad it's in Wakanda. Mm. I like... Black Panther stories in particular, I really... I, I like them in Wakanda. When he's a a king struggling with his nation. That That's... When you just lump him in with, like, 40 Avengers, you know, he gets kind of lost in the shuffle a lot of the time. In this... You know, when you have this political intrigue and, and dealings with royalty and, and the the ruling of a nation it it lets him as a character kind of shine Uh, i'm a buy
0: yeah yeah this is this is mm, so good
1: it's a very good comic book
0: yes it is please buy it
1: (laughs) it's it has already been announced as sold out it's going to a second printing
0: so that's 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 good that's good news that's good times
1: Does this have a... Oh, it's the last page, of course. Uh, Our next book is Spider-Woman Alpha, number one. Uh, Story, Dennis Hopeless, Jason Latour, Robbie Thompson. Written by Robbie Thompson. Art, Vanessa Del Rey. Colors, Jordi Belair. Letters, Travis Lanham. With Idet One Encore on production and design. This is uh, all the... the, These these three Spider-Women have... They met in the Spider-Verse. Stuff happening before Secret Wars. This is uh continuing their adventures, you know combining all these characters together into one title um what do you think her
0: this was uh lana del rey correct yeah Bene- well i I think she's just kind of my biggest obstacle to this but vanessa del rey Van- oh forgive me i I confused her with the uh, oh pop star. The, the the yeah the pop singer that i despise <laughs> Van- vanessa del rey who i think is more palatable than lana del rey but uh, this is still really not my cup of tea in terms of artwork i, I do not i don't really care for it. it just it looks mushy and and half done
1: yeah it looks rushed
0: yes well i just think that's kind of how she does things whether she was actually rushing or not, I don't know.
1: I, 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 I've read books. I've read her work on uh, that that first hit uh, miniseries. It is very. It looks very finished, and and noth- It doesn't look like this. I mean, it it shares stylistic choices, but it this seems like it seems like it is rushed. I I don't, and even if, even if it is not, like you said, perhaps it wasn't rushed. It certainly looks like it was rushed.
0: Uh, it has. It has all the problems that I had with um, oh what was it? Scarlet, uh, Witch. Scarlet Witch, yeah, uh, all the problems I had with Scarlet Witch and none of the things that I liked about it. it's I mean it, it's not bad. She's not a horrible artist by any stretch of the imagination, but it this is probably not the strongest example of her work, as you've said, and and I think at best she's kind of not my cup of tea. I do enjoy Mister Hopeless, though, and uh, I kind of wish I, I feel I would have a completely different feeling about this book if I, it just it just doesn't feel like a good fit for his story. Yeah, I like would, these,
1: uh, all these the three writers who you know who write these three individual series and then collaborated on this with mm-hmm. I guess Rob they probably you know they gave in they they all worked together on an outline and Robbie Thompson actually you know wrote every you know wrote the details, but it's. Oh, okay. The, the story itself isn't bad. You know, it's, 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 it's mostly, it's a very, like, it's just character stuff. It's like the, for the most part, like them getting, going to get a food and, uh, give, uh, Spider-Woman a break from her baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessary, I, I'll say. It doesn't feel it, it, like that coupled with the art. Like, it's not bad, the writing of a coupled with, like, the kind of mediocre art. In this book, in particular, uh, you, you can probably skip it. Mm-hmm. This I, I wouldn't call it bad, but I I think I feel like if the art was better, it would redeem it. Yeah, but because it is rough, eh, you know, you can just go buy their solo series or pick up. Yeah, e-
0: e- each each of which is much better than yes. this.
1: All the three of these, I would recommend all three of these solo series: Spider Gwen, Spider Woman, and Silk are all very good.
0: Oh, yeah. Consistently very good.
1: Uh, but do not buy.
0: Hmm. I don't know that I was ever as strong as do not buy, but um, I don't know. I did spit out a lot of feelings there. Maybe I should just agree with you.
1: You you go where your heart tells you to go.
0: I don't know that it's as bad as do not buy, but, you know, I, I, I think it just doesn't add up. I don't know. I like your gumption, mister. We'll go do not buy.
1: Okay. Double do not buy Spider-Woman Alpha number 1. Next up, it is a Star Wars book. It is Poe Dameron number 1, written by Charles Soule, art by Phil Noto, letters by Joe carr Magna. Uh this is a uh a, a Poe Dameron prequel. We're going we're finding out what happened before uh the, the 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 movie basically. Um
0: as if you couldn't have guessed.
1: Well, yeah, he he does like fighter pilot stuff. Mm-hmm. Goes on different planets on a mission for uh for Leia. Uh, what do you think?
0: Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah, um, it's it's funny. It's kind of neat. You get a little bit more of his character. I mean, it's it's not groundbreaking, and it's it's well done. I mean, I I I always admire when uh, people write these stories. You know, like a a, a Charles Soule or a, a Jason Aaron or 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 even uh, uh Kieran Gillen. I don't know how you write for a property like this. It just, it feels like you'd be working with such narrow constraints and you still have to make it good. And I think this achieves that. It just feels like he's got such little room to operate that it has to go from this very narrow point A to B. But in terms of that, it works just fine.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know. Uh, I mean, most of Poe Dameron in, in the movie is basically just the raw charisma of Oscar Isaac. Yes. It's not, it's not like there's a bunch of character there. Yeah. Um, This communicates that, you know, successfully. Uh, Phil Nota's art looks really nice. mm mm-hmm. um, He, I don't know if you caught on Twitter, his, he, uh, they released the Rogue One tra- uh, teaser trailer and he just, hey, I'm going to make a poster and it looks amazing. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But I'm, I like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's very palatable. It's very likable. Um, it's... Phil Noto's really good at drawing those likenesses.
1: Yes, he is.
0: It's and... it's not uh, it's not an easy thing to do, not and keep it so expressive and draw it at so many different angles. He's, a... he's... he's... The... You go ahead. A... Sorry, you, you,
1: you, you. Uh, it, it, he's a good fit mm-hmm. for this for a book like this where you have to draw, uh, Carrie Fisher and Oscar Isaac just hanging mm-hmm. out. And make it look good. And you get some BB-8. Oh, BB-8. It's cute. Just,
0: just, just calm it down there. What's wrong with BB-8? I never said anything that was wrong with BB-8. It sounds I said like there was like something, something wrong with you. Sounds like you're attacking BB-8. I, I am. I'm I'm one of those droid haters. Are you a BB-8er? Oh, <laughs> oh man. I did not even see it coming. <laughs> Besides, took, it. took, Took my head clean off. I'm a oh. buy.
1: I'm a buying Poe Dameron number one. I like it. It's fun. It looks nice. It's a good Star Wars book. It, you know, and it doesn't have any Jedi hanging around. You know, it's just like it's a, I, I, the Star Wars stories without the Jedi are always, you know, it's a nice change of pace. People throwing lightsabers everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Blasters is where it's at, man.
1: Are you a buyer?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. oh. I'm I'm a buy for space
1: egg. <laughs> that, that's true. There is a Poe sp- po
0: Dameron in the story of the space egg.
1: So there is a there's a space egg involved in this in this story.
0: <laughs> We're just lucky we didn't get space lawyers. We're a space and, pope. And, and s- space pope. What?
1: Uh, space pope. I'm talking
0: about Charles Sewell. I don't I don't know about you. I'm
1: talking about Futurama.
0: That's fine. Is this is the space pope reptilian? He is. Yes.
1: He He's a blizzard guy. Yes. That's a double buy of Poe Dameron, number one. Next up is Bloodlines number one.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> okay, that's I like that noise. That's good. Uh script by JT Kroll, V Ken Marion on pencils, Sean Parsons on Inks, Andrew Dalhouse on Colors, Sal Cipriano doing the letters. Um uh town gets visited by some meteor thing that creates monster animal guys and gives this kid with do they say what kind of disease he has what condition
0: he's got bonitis
1: oh god the only thing i regret is that i have bonitis i have bonitis <laughs> <laughs> we're just diving into this future i'm a wormhole uh he has i like was it like ms or something like that um i don't know but he is a physically disabled, you know, he requires, uh, crutches or, um, what do you, what, what's another word for those things?
0: Also crutches.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Helpful. They're not, they're the braces <laughs> is the word you're looking braces. for. Braces. There you go. He, and he, but, uh, he turns into like, we get kind of a Shazam situation going on a little bit, but he, Ooh. he's, he's blue. blue Zam, blue Zam. Uh, you know, it's him dealing with his struggle as being a disabled person and then, or a person with a disability, I guess, is the correct way to say that. And then, uh monster attacks at the, end, at, the, at, the at the at the kegger at the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you made a noise, Eric, when I <laughs> when I said this title.
0: I I just. I I don't want to talk about this book, Jesus (laughs) Christ. For a book that is obnoxiously trying to tell you, like, oh, look at how hip these teenagers are. Why does it, why, 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 why use Super 90s Guy to draw this book? Why get the least hip artist on the planet? This, 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 This feels very much like, I don't know. It, it it feels like when I was a kid and I was reading like Archie comics from the 80s with like people my grandparents age writing comics making fun of people that were you know 15 years older than me I I don't know this is this this feels like just it, it makes no sense no part of this adds up why just 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 a whole bunch of why i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't even know where to begin like what in the hell are you trying to say with this awkward comic about nothing that's mostly about <laughs> kids fucking around with social media dressed like they're from goddamn 2002 drawn like they're from 1995 and then it, it he he turns into the blue hulk and fights a mutant deer <laughs> <laughs> I like that part actually. <laughs> that is a departure from the rest of the crap. I mean, it's not necessarily good or clever or funny or interesting. Um, just no, no part of this makes sense. This is this is someone who has no idea what people want, trying to be fucking hip, and they literally end it with the, someone s- s- like crouched over a body screaming, "No!"
1: <laughs> that does happen.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> perspective writers in the room. Don't do that.
1: No, don't, don't end with those. Don't do that. No, That's bad. Don't
0: don't ever do it. Don't ever. Don't never never ever do it. It's
1: better it's better for them to be quiet. Just you can hold a dead body, but I don't yelling no I don't think it's a human thing that we do
0: no it's not do you do you want to uh, you want a an, another very apt Futurama reference oh no sure let's go for it <laughs> so you can't just make characters say how they feel that makes me angry <laughs> yes of course I yes this is very
1: all those things you said to describe this book are uh are accurate uh, I don't I still find myself enjoying it I,
0: then you're wrong
1: <laughs> i don't know it reminds me of ultraverse comics did you ever read ultraverse comics eric
0: no no they're really bad when 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 were they published the late 90s there you go <laughs>
1: they're really bad they're fun though they're dumb i if this if this book was more of just this big blue guy fighting like mutant elk things mm-hmm. i would like it more but you're the, all the there's a lot of him wa- you know, crutching his way to school awkwardly mm-hmm. until his friend picks him up in a car and everything. It's, it, it doesn't, I don't know, like, it it's, if this comic is just like the adventures of the kid with a disability trying to handle having a power that doesn't make him, like, I, I don't, that's been done mm. several times. I mean, Agent Venom, off the top of my head, is a superhero book that has done that.
0: Don't don't compare this to that.
1: <laughs>
0: don't don't even sully Agent Venom. Agent Venom's good.
1: Agent Venom is good. I love Agent Venom. It's my favorite yeah. iteration of Venom. Uh I I'm I'm I have to do, yeah, it's a do not buy. This comic is it's not like it's I don't know. It's it feels like it's out of time.
0: It doesn't,
1: mm. It's it's a strange thing. I picked it like solely cuz I looked at it and I'm like, "What is this? DC's doing" <laughs> DC's doing rebirth in like of oh, 2 months or something and now we and we but we have this comic coming out number 1 with a, not like straight DC like how's it tied into the superhero world where there's but this guy with a he, he's blue oh and the there's
0: be, the the all, the best part about this book is the doc shaner ad at the end of it
1: I, I like the cover with several characters that do not appear in this comic mm-hmm. book
0: I like all the characters that appear for no reason
1: the mechanic with a broken heart tattoo
0: Yeah, and, and and weird body modifications, the two cops. Yeah, like there's so many characters that just pop in to say hi and then they do nothing. Yeah, you, yeah. That, that, that's not, that's neither smart nor economical storytelling. Don't
1: don't do that. Oh, I'm gonna do that. Bye.
0: Instead of saying, do not buy can i just like make like retching noises for like five minutes
1: it doesn't that does not work well for
0: a podcast i guess that's true to absolutely do not buy this this wretched <laughs> awful comic book oh my god it makes me so it makes me so mad
1: okay that's a double do not buy bloodlines number one the s is in blood on the cover
0: I feel so mean just <laughs> trashing this thing, but really, n- no, thank you. How
1: does it exist?
0: Uh <laughs> for, for for real.
1: Our next book is Batgirl number fifty.
0: This, Batgirl is the, is consistently the opposite of that last book.
1: <laughs> Batgirl number fifty, fifty, written by Cameron Stewart and Brendan Fletcher, Star, Roger Robinson, John Timms, Eleandra Carlini. And James Harvey on art, Cameron Stewart on breakdowns for pages twenty-seven through 34, 36 through thirty-eight. Serge LePoint, Lee Luffridge, James Harvey on colors, and Steve Wands on letters. Whew, that's a lot of that's a lot of people. This is a this is an extra extra big Batgirl fifty. I believe it is the last of the Batgirl with uh, this creative team on it. Yep. Of the Cameron Stewart, Brendan Fletcher, and Babs Tar variety. They have already announced. Uh, and, and, and create creator own book on it, image about I think like it's like a like a combat der- derby
0: car thing. It it's it's isn't it just the Batgirl with different characters that they made up?
1: Probably that's uh, what it
0: looked like. All all I saw was a Batgirl analog on a motorcycle, and I'm like, well, all right, here's Batgirl season two. <laughs>
1: Well, the, the, there will be a a a Batgirl book post rebirth uh with a different mm. creative team. This is their their goodbye. This is their hey, we're done. Our out with a bank uh, comic book with a uh, Batgirl kind of facing a, a murderer like all all the the collection of villains she's amassed since their run has begun. Uh It's
0: like Wiley's Castle.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a boss rush. Uh, but she has and and her whole you know also all her friends that she has made. Throughout their run, all of them helping out and having like Scott Pilgrim esque <laughs> couple page fight scenes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I I liked that.
1: No, I did too. I like this. It, it, this book serves well as an like as a final a finale for this their run, which has was which was which was very good. I I, mm-hmm. I don't want to lose sight of that. Though.
0: No, very good, and I think very important in the whole landscape of. Uh current comic books
1: the, the little twisty thing they pulled at the end do you like that what the memories
0: let me get to it so i know exactly what you mean
1: when he where we get the front the first page oh is, the the
0: yeah, yeah where no you're the, the, I, the m night shamalan yes. uh, twist there where, like the where i thought it was fine yeah yeah i mean i think clever enough i think yeah i mean i think that there it it, it should be some sort of outbraining the guy and I, I don't know, it's a very comic book sort of thing to do. It's fine. Um, really, based on a lot of the hokey crap that they've thrown in earlier, that just sort of is the tone of this book. So I, I don't really have a huge issue with it, you know? It's, uh, I don't know. I think it's a perfectly acceptable uh, acceptable way to, to end that that conflict
1: i I agree, I was just curious yeah. if yeah you
0: wanted you wanted me to come you wanted me to shit talk it.
1: I just wanted you to hear you are you know Thunderbolt all the way mm-hmm. Eric, good night I have but well, that, that's the
0: thing when you' when your baseline is thunderbolt all the way, you have to just assume that eh it's fine when it when it when thunderbolt all the way culminates with like her brain being uploaded to the internet and becoming a villain, mhm, you're like, okay. This is, this is in the Johnny Five universe, this is... <laughs> it's
1: less, it's less racist than the Johnny Five universe.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's not They a... do have, they do have Indian Computer Guy, though.
1: Yeah, but it is not a white man portraying the oh. Indian Computer Guy.
0: Well, it is a drawing, <laughs> no, so it that's... cannot be, it is no kind of human.
1: <laughs> what? These aren't real people?
0: Comic books aren't real.
1: Oh, no!
0: Hashtag anime is real.
1: My life is a lie.
0: It really irritates me. I mean, I guess it's a it's a larger issue, but it really irritates me seeing other artists selling this this book.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's not bad. They're like it's good, but no, it, they it, do
0: a reasonably good job. But you know, you Babs Tar is one of those people you hold to a really high standard, and I noticed that the artwork was a little weaker in some areas, and then I was like, they they did not hand this off to other people. And lo and behold, they did.
1: It's really long, so they wanted to get out in time.
0: I, I understand that, but, but Christ, I really, really dislike that. Babs has never seen a rifle in her life, though. Jesus Christ. This, uh, I, someone who draws so superlative work, it really bothers. It really sticks out when something's drawn completely wrong. The sniper rifle at the end is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. It looks so so wrong. The I, rest of the book, very very good. I it's didn't just, notice it until you said something. It, I mean, do you agree with me? I, that when is, I'm
1: looking at it, I go, "Oh yes, obviously that doesn't that's not what a rifles look like."
0: No that that looks like a Nerf gun. It looks like someone bullshitted through a Nerf gun. It looks terrible.
1: There's a, um, you just that reminded me of a of a, a Tumblr post that's been floating around of apparently there's a, a super Soaker mm-hmm. that people it, that is so popular like all like dozens of people on movies have taken that, that super soaker and just spray painted it black Uh or different colors or whatever, and used it as a weapon prop. Excellent. Yeah. They just take off like the obtrusive, Hey, this is obviously a a water gun parts and then just treat it like an assault rifle, like a futuristic assault rifle. (laughs) So use super soakers. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a buy. This is a good, it's it's a good comic. It's a good. It's Batgirl. It's good. It's you know. It it is a good ending for this this important, like Eric said, yeah. run of the comic. This is very. It's been very influential in a very short amount of time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, completely revitalizing a. F- I don't want to say terrible. Now that I think about it, because there were some good runs of Batgirl, but a largely forgettable series in turning it into. I don't know, one of the flagship properties at, at D.C., something that's making people notice D.C. again. Yes. People that, that aren't just buying double Batman every week.
1: Double Batman.
0: Um. Yeah, you should buy this book.
1: Double buy Batgirl number 50. Buy all the Batgirls.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a signed one on my wall.
1: Lucky son of a gun. Oh, yeah. So, our last book. Of the week is the fix number one. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing?
0: I, I, the, yeah.
1: Uh, Art by Steve Labor, Nick Spencer. As the, see, they reverse artist writer credits. So I like that. Yeah, song.
0: that's. I thought that was wacky.
1: They, you know, you know, I, you know, trying to give the artists artist more, more credit. I
0: think that that's. I think. It's fine to do that. Go ahead and finish the credits, and then I'll say what I'm going to say.
1: Okay, Steve Lieber on art, Nick Spencer as the writer, Ryan Hill on colors, Nick J, Shaw, letters, and design.
0: I I mean, I don't understand that. I don't know. You're still one of the first two people. I mean, when you call out coordinates on a grid, you say X and then Y. It doesn't mean that Y is worse than X. It just means that it's second. I don't know.
1: I, 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 I mean, I'm, I... I follow lots of artists on Twitter, and Declan Shelby, in in particular, is very adamant about artist credit, and I'm sure this is just a, like, hey, artists are important, let's put their name first to give them props. I don't
0: know. I have no problem with giving them credit. I just think being the second name on the front of a book is perfectly fine. Would not, I don't know, wouldn't bother me a single bit, but, you know, whatever.
1: This... Uh is the same team of uh from Spirit Foes of Spider Man. Uh and it is very similar to Spirit Foes of Spider Man, uh, except it's R rated and there's no superheroes. But otherwise it is like, hey, like this scumbaggy guy, like trying to scrape by with really dumb plots, like criminal plots. Uh I like it. It's still it's funny. It's really enjoyable. I like even seeing the similarities superior foes of spider-man i was still won over by the end i was still like yep i still like this
0: it took all the way to the end for you to like it
1: no I, not to like it w- for w- what w- it is not necessarily like it because i like superior foes of spider-man
0: i was pretty much blown away from the beginning i i i adore this i don't know I, I, this book is just bananas it's so dumb it's so fun I I I friggin love this book. Why is he got he's got a Steelers logo on his ski mask? He does indeed. It's so stupid. Why would anyone do that? God, that's hilarious.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't like that's and that's the sell. If you like Spirit of Spider-Man, you're probably gonna like this. It's very similar feeling. Like it's like a it's like dumb criminals. The comic book.
0: It just feels like a like a comic book form of a Guy Ritchie movie set yes. in America to me,
1: yes, that is also one hundred percent accurate
0: mhm i would I would love to see this movie as it stands. I'm thoroughly enjoying reading this comic. Every character is incredibly weird and full of just tons of character, like I love the head of internal affairs who's just like this like I don't know this busybody dad and at the same time like the craziest stone cold criminal. Oh my god. Just wearing those little oven mitts and stabbing a guy in the eye with a hot poker. Like you do. Yeah. And then he's an and he's an anti-vaxer too. What a Oh my god. It's amazing. And he's singing the flaming lips to his baby.
1: Yes. And it looks it Steve Lieber's art is really good. It really suits this type of story. He's, he's, it's really like he's, he's tuned for comedy. Mm -hmm. Like the expressions and, and, and face palms and the guy, (laughs) the, the, the aforementioned guy singing as he, uh, Josh is his name. Mm -hmm. Singing as he puts a poker into some man's poor eye.
0: Wearing oven mitts.
1: Pretzels the dog.
0: Bretzels, the the motherfucking dog.
1: Uh, I'm a buy on this. This is gonna be good.
0: <laughs> yes. This is this is, this is is an exciting and wonderful comic.
1: I'm glad those guys got back together and made something. So, double buy on the fix. Number one. Uh, there's a lot... There's other comic books that came out this week as well that were also very good. Like...
0: But we had to read Bloodline. <laughs> I just, well, sometimes it's good
1: to mix it up a little bit. They're still there. You can read them. Black Widow 2, amazing. Still really good. Sheriff of Babylon. Uh, uh, Vision also came out this week. Midnighter.
0: How many issues are supposed to be left on Vision? It and Midnighter a... while we're at it.
1: This was issue 6 of Vision. So there'll be 6 more. Uh, Midnighter, this was issue 11. I'm not sure how many they're going to go.
0: They did just cancel it.
1: Well, they usually let...
0: Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean like, no, stop in the middle of this arc.
1: They'll finish it off. Um... But Apollo has returned, so that is – I'm guessing one more issue, but I don't know for sure. Um, Tons of great – this is a great – there's a lot of great comics that came out. You should be reading all those books I just mentioned. They're all very good. You ready to move on to our next segment, Eric?
0: Mm, Don't you know it.
1: Oh. It is time – four-weekly floppies to be over. Mm, It's sad, I know, but there will be more next week. Always more, always more, always more comics. It is time for checking in. Checking in as of our show, Eric and I will talk about what we've been up to during the week—books, movies, video games, TV shows, et cetera, et cetera—and and recommend things or do or anti-recommended. Eric, rec- uh, talking. Eric, mm-hmm. you, you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah,
0: I don't have uh, too much to talk about. There are, uh, in case you've missed them, there are new seasons of uh, Bob's Burgers, which I've watched all of on Netflix. There's also a new season of uh, Parts Unknown, Anthony Bourdain's CNN show. It'll it'll make you want to go eat Korean food. It's, it works on me.
1: Is that what? Is that all that happened? You just watched that? And oh yeah, I, I
0: I watched him go to Seoul, and he he got on someone's like live stream um, internet show where the guy like just get, like it's a thing in Korea to where people just cook food like on a live stream, and just eat it for an audience. And it's like a Twitch channel for eating. And I thought that was amazing. Right. But this this guy, like, learned to cook in the army. Were you saying something?
1: I was going to say, are you aware of what a grocery haul video is?
0: No, I've never heard of this. Is this a video or is it a live stream?
1: This is an American YouTube phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I'm in, presumably other places, but America—I'm sure it's where it's, it was first created. People just open up their groceries mm-hmm. or show what they bought. Like, hey, look, I got Coke.
0: That's really—that's terrible.
1: Some Lucky Charms.
0: My strawberry sniggles
1: One pound of roast beef. Some Munster cheese.
0: Why are you? Why are you actually narrating this?
1: I'm not. I'm just. I'm just listing food.
0: <laughs> just, this is what you want to buy.
1: He was in the army. He learned how to cook.
0: He he uh, apparently in in uh, South Korea you have to be in the army. Everyone has to serve in the army, which is bananas. Like Israel, I guess so. I did not realize that was also in Israel. It is. I'm I'm not surprised. But um, he he learned to cook in the army, and he does his show out of a a U.S. Army surplus tent. But he he cooked a I can't remember what it's called. But it's, uh, it's, it's a Korean stew with like, it had, it had like instant ramen noodles in it, baked beans, spam, hot dogs, and then, you know, traditional Korean ingredients like the chili paste and the, uh, the, 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 the kimchi and all that stuff. I actually found a place within walking distance of my house that had a, a, a version of the same dish and had it that same night. It was pretty good. I tend to not like the, uh, the Korean soups, as much as I like the barbecue, but that's just me. I live entirely on barbecue. But good lord. Uh, I, I, I like Anthony Bourdain more and more. The Miami episode uh, ends with him um, hanging out with Iggy Pop. Of course. Yeah. it's It's really good. It's really quite good. You want to talk about the Star Wars trailer at all? I like it. I liked it, too. I was actually very excited about it by the end.
1: It, they know what they're doing over there. Yeah. They know how to, they're going to have, you know, it's a very, I mean, you put that John Williams music behind stuff that looks appropriately Star Warsy. It It works. It, it you just kind of go like, oh, I'm immediately there. You know, I'm immediately, oh, yeah, this is Star Wars. You got And you got the uh, old ghost dog narrating, you know, I think I like Forrest Whitaker as an mm-hmm. old grizzled space samurai. Ghost dogging it up. He's, he is, go- that is literally, like, it really felt like he was just ghost dogging it <laughs> <laughs> in Star Wars.
0: He's, he's ghost dogging it. <laughs> yeah, he's ghost dogging it. I, I love this, so it's, I'm ghost dogging it.
1: He is, I mean, I mean, come on, he's like the grizzled, I mean, Star Wars is <laughs> heavily based on samurai stuff anyway, so it, it's not like it's out what? of place. I know you're, what
0: you're telling me. It's not a wholly original concept. No, I'm sorry. Uh, birthed but, from the creative genius of George Lucas,
1: but it looks like it's just going to be like a star Wars war movie kind of, you know, with, you know, no, not a lot of Jedis and stuff. It's going to be like ground level troops and prequel. It's a prequel, I believe, right? Set before.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in between the bad movies and the good ones.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, I don't know. I I'm on board. I'll go see it.
0: I only want to see women in in metal bikinis. They can't be... They can't be characters. What? (laughs) I do think that the whole backlash is so silly, but I... Oh, God.
1: I I think it says something about how I've grown my social media that I did not see one person complain about that. I did not
0: see anyone complain about it either. I only
1: saw people complain about the complainers.
0: Yes. No, I saw tons of that, and I think that maybe... i i I think that that echo chamber seems to blow it out of i mean i don't know these things feed off of each other
1: there are people i'm sure who were yes of course upset but i i i think these these same
0: people don't want women to vote
1: (laughs) yep yes they those are yep bad people you want to talk about a hard video game Mm. i think you'd like it still
0: you you do pick out good games
1: um, it is a, a relatively new game. I believe it came out a week and, or probably two weeks by the time anyone's listening to this. Uh, it is called Hyper Light Drifter. It is a, a lot of people compare it to Dark Souls.
0: Oh yes,
1: but it's it's closer to Zelda than anything. Like it it is a difficult Zelda style game. Uh, you know, it's a like isometric. It looks like kind of like Link to the Past style, like perspective. It is absolutely beautiful. The art it is crazy, crazy beautiful. It looks really, really. It's really stylish, really slick. Uh, it that alone kind of just is enough for me to want to. But like, there's no dialogue in the game. Oh, really? No, you are. It's all very vague. It's not like the, there's no like. War that's just spell everything out to you just kind of get like the images and and like a a montage of different things happening at different times that kind of you piece it together on your own i'm i have not yet gone online and read what people have i'm sure people online have kind of pieced it all together yeah i've just kind of taken my impressions of what i saw and i that's kind of enough for me i don't really need the actual 100 percent everything for it but it's you know you get a big over map there are four distinct zones. You have to get all the pieces of a thing in each zone. Once you do, you can go fight the big boss. And there's a boss in each zone um and there's different enemies in each each area. Um it's it's very zola-e. You know, you collect like Basically, like pieces of a Triforce, and then that you can upgrade your different weapons with them. Like you have a gun, and you have a sword, you have a dash. It, the combat it's tricky. I, there's one boss fight that in particular got me. That was very very hard. It took me like an hour to beat. The rest of it I got through pretty quickly. It like seven eight hours to beat the game. You know, it's not super long. Um, it's a tricky combat, but it's the checkpoint system is very uh very. Uh, kind you know you you checkpoint pretty close to where you die generally so you just go right back in with the same stuff and you know there's dashes and it and and three hit combos and every enemy has a different rhythm and pattern so it's 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 like a Zelda game it's just it's a little bit more punishing you know it's not made for 8 year old kids it, it is for adults but it it's really cool like if i could just use one word to describe it it's a cool looking game it's cool it's fun it's 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 you have to explore you wanna get everything, you explore like there's you can you poke at the edges of the map, like you go out like there's a path that might be leading off screen, but it's not explicit, and then suddenly you go off screen and there's a whole nother little area where you can find like a story beat or an upgrade uh item or all kinds of stuff. I think it's like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks on Steam. I think it's also on PS four.
0: Interesting that it would come to PS four because it kinda doesn't look like i don't know. Doesn't look like a very PlayStation kind of game.
1: It you know, I both Microsoft and PlayStation do the thing where so many oh, yeah. where they will buy rights to a indie game and kinda of have put once they amass enough of those in their back pocket, you know, it gives them kind of some credibility. You know, like, hey look, we have these games and you can't get them on your on the other console. But I played it on Steam with a controller. It's made for controllers oh yeah it, the keyboards apparently mouse and keyboard controls aren't great so i like controllers anyway but it, it's a fun game i it's i never hit the like the big thing is about like there's a big uh, article on rock paper shotgun about how this game is too hard i and i like the person who was giving impressions on him was like i got to this point and it's just too hard for me i have to quit i'm like i'm i never i never got to the point where i wanted to quit
0: you're pretty good at video you play a lot of video games I, you're you're pretty good at video games, honestly.
1: I would assume a person who who works at Rock Paper Shotgun is also nah skilled at video games.
0: Not a not a prerequisite.
1: Okay, I mean I I, I, I mean who knows? I I I do not. It's but I don't know. It people are calling dark, it's not Dark Souls in any way. It's that Dark Souls. I I end up bouncing off most Dark Souls games after a while just because it gets you know grueling of just dying over and, over and over and over and over and over again. And this, I, you know, I, I, it never got, I mean, I'd be in seven hours, eight hours. It's after that. I'm like, I'm done. I'm good. But I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It's very slick. And if you like Zelda games, you like it, you know, just watch the trailer trailer enough. It's probably enough to sell
0: you. Yeah. If you, I, I, I do remember, I can't remember who it was on my Twitter was talking about this because he was talking about how he liked the game. And then some, one of his random fans Said something stupid to him and he retweeted the stupid, the, the the idiocy, and it made me look up the game. Uh, and good lord, it is incredible. I don't know. It's, it's asinine. I mean, I guess I could say, I mean, it, it, it kind of looks, it's like Ollie Moss, uh, did a pixel art game a little bit.
1: It reminded me of everything in my vocabulary. It, rem- it made me think of Akira. Mm hmm in a weird way. And it's not like it looks like Akira, necess- mm-hmm. like the the main character has a cape, I think that's part. Of it. <laughs> Just a red cape, yeah. that makes me he, think of he it. Yeah, but... he does
0: he does kind of give me that sort of Akira feeling.
1: But it it's like the movement and the like the the sudden violence Mhm. in It's
0: all... Otomo-esque, you mean.
1: Yes, yes. It... Recommend it. Go get it. Bye. Hi for Light drifter Uh, I don't know.
0: It's incredibly intriguing to me.
1: You might actually beat that one,
0: I probably should. So I don't know. When do I have time to do things?
1: Um, stop sleeping.
0: Did that years ago. Oh no. <laughs> We're doomed.
1: You're, you'll never play Hyperlight Drifter.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: It's alright. Just watch it on YouTube. You'll be fine.
0: I did I did manage to beat um um Undertale, so I guess there's hope for me.
1: Yeah, there you go. It's not the links are not that uh, different. Yeah, yeah.
0: I probably put in 16 to 18 hours in in Undertale.
1: And this game is, I re- like you, I, you probably could be at a half as much time as I did if you just went through it as quick as you could. But I spent a lot of time exploring and poking at edges and going back into dungeons and trying to find everything because I thought it was really neat. Really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neat. You ready to talk about space monsters?
0: Only if they're hanging out with uh, high school students.
1: They are. They are doing that.
0: Well, let's do it.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, guys. Checking in is over. It's time for our final segment. It's time for Nerd Boy Book Club. Nerd Boy Book Club is the part of the show where Eric and I will assign a longer collected work and discuss it in depth like you would in a book club, except they're not normal books. They are comic books. Radical idea, I know. Novel concept.
0: Yep, totally radical.
1: Radical! <laughs> I meant it completely in the skater dude sense of yeah. the word, obviously.
0: Well, please say it if that a- with that affectation.
1: Oh, sorry. I apologize. Radical! There you go. Where's my skateboard? Bobby uh, is
0: a party dude.
1: Party. I'm. I don't. I didn't like Michelangelo.
0: Yeah, I. I, I remember your. you're This is. This is my. <laughs> this is my Ninja Turtles personality test. That you're. You're Raphael, Donatello, Leonardo, Michelangelo.
1: That's true. Why haven't you started a podcast where you just interview people and that's the first question? <laughs> <laughs> believe me i wanted to i like i wanted to like totally steal that idea
0: it's i I, honestly i think it does like um if if you have any attachment to the ninja turtles i think it says a lot about your personality
1: it does absolutely
0: at the very least who your favorite two are
1: yeah i agree it's it's the
0: new myers-briggs the, the, it's, the probably, ninja, it's probably it's probably ninja turtles test it's
1: probably more emblematic of the person than the myers Briggs test is a lot of the time
0: dude mine was mine's so accurate it scares me is it okay oh yeah mine
1: was just like hey you're this vague thing so i'm like okay I, yeah that's true felt like a horoscope in one more ways hey comic books uh we are discussing parasite volumes five through eight by hitoshi iwaki uh, we started off last week, red volumes one through four. We're finishing off the story this week. Um where do you want to start, Eric?
0: I don't know. Let's start with maybe some sweeping thoughts. How do you think this compares to the last four where you did it kind of go where you thought it was going to? Did it uh shock you at any point? Better or worse than you were thinking? what, what are what are your what are your big sweeping thoughts?
1: I enjoyed it. It did not go where I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was much smaller than I expected.
0: Yeah, but I kind of like that it ended with leaving the whole idea that the, the parasites are still on Earth and are learning to cohabitate. I like that it left that so wide open. I thought that was really interesting.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think it's probably in in the long run for the best that it did that. I, yeah. I would have... You know the the nerd in me was like, oh, I want to see the actual, like I want to see like a actual yeah. uprising or whatever. I want to see like mm. the insurgents, you know, or the, the the cells activate all at the same time and suddenly, yeah, you know, there's these parasites everywhere on Earth. But it, or you like
0: see a mothership or something where they're all coming from?
1: Yeah, yeah, I like I I don't like how vague it was about why they're here or why they came. I wish we got an answer for that, even if it was. Simple, uh, that felt kind of like a dodge to me. Even if it, even if the answer is simply like, hey, they're all they do is just their goal is to be like a virus, is to spread and devour. Like that's okay. That'd be okay with me. Like they don't have to have like some grand design. But the the philosophizing, like, oh, they're here to like balance out the earth or something. That felt a little.
0: I mean, it would. It was telegraphed from the beginning. At least that's how I remembered it. Not
1: that I'm. I yeah. I like the. I just saying that we are here because the Earth needed us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I. I not like the that reasoning isn't bad, but well, like, but is there like, even if it's like it's like an Earth's immune system activating or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. Like make up some mumbo jumbo. I don't like. I don't care. Uh, I just leaving it open bothered me a little Mm.
0: i mean i could see that but i don't i don't know that it's is it really that important to the story
1: to the story no
0: and i I, that's kind of that's kind of how i feel about it that i
1: well it's the same part of me that wants the mothership above the earth mm -hmm. or whatever it's the same part of me is like you got to tell me why i need a reason um but largely it's not important story the story is concerning uh, shinichi and you know mm-hmm. all his his dad and his girl the, okay this is i enjoyed this it was still it was good it it yeah it delivered on a lot of the things that the first four books did uh set up mm-hmm. uh, my and i guess we we touched on this a little bit just with the, the weird uh at least to us americans mm-hmm. japanese courting yeah like they her him, uh, shinichi and satoma right that's her name
0: I can never remember her name. I think
1: it's Satoma. Uh, like they seemed way on the outs. Mm-hmm. Like not even they were not even talking to each other. It seemed, and then suddenly she's like, "Hey, let's come over," and then like they're having sex.
0: I'm like, yeah. "What?" I, I I agree, but I mean, I don't know. It's a lot of their relationship is not literally on the page. Yes, I suppose uh, that's the. Th- I, I it's it's a it's a lot of her. Keeping her distance and pining for him.
1: That's... Like, that's... I'm just curious how much of that is, like, something I just don't understand because I'm not Japanese. mm Like, if I would... Or if I... Or just that I read more manga or whatever. Like, I was more versed in Japanese culture in general. Would I understand... Would I get it more? Because it felt very strange.
0: I was a little surprised by it as well. But she's still, like, you know... She thought of herself as his girlfriend and they had been together for years
1: that's and true th-
0: they were like they're like oh we're 18 we're graduating it, it it feels like a pretty normal thing that like an 18 year old would want to do it,
1: it it's it's not that it's like yes if you're an 18 year old and you're in a relationship for years yes i it just feels like sometimes they're not even dating like mm-hmm. they say they're boyfriend and girlfriend but they like bear like she her weird, you know, pining and not saying much and like asking him questions. And him just saying, "I'm fine, I'm fine," and then walking away and chopping some person in half, some alien or whatever he does. It's, I don't know. It it felt didn't feel like a real relationship. It
0: it well, I I think that it probably isn't going to from our perspective. Um, and I think it's maybe a cultural thing. Um, and in. in Like, like, like we said, um, but I, and I am, I'm doing a lot of assumptions here, so take any of what I'm going to say with a grain of salt. But I, I, I heard a, um, I'm trying to think how to go about saying this. It's sort of the whole idea of keeping your emotions masked, you know, that it's like a very sort of shameful thing. Uh, I think in, in, in Japanese and in Chinese culture, and maybe I've talked about this with you before, but the idea that if, if there's like two people and one person is like screaming at another one in public, a lot of times, like from our culture, we look at that and say, Oh, that poor guy. He's, it's so embarrassing getting screamed at like that. Where in these cultures, they look at that and say, that's really embarrassing. He's losing his, his cool like that. He's losing his temper and acting that way. Um, so it's, oftentimes pretty shameful to show a lot of emotion in public. It's the kind of thing that you do privately and it ends, it, it it leads to things like, you know, the, these weird courtship periods where you stalk people and you you don't say what you want or what you're thinking or feeling. You just, I don't know, you have to keep it on the cuff. So I don't know. It didn't feel that strange or that unusual, but it did seem really out of left field and maybe it's the kind of thing that you know it it fits in her character that this is like this is her trying to get him to open up or trying to salvage their relationship which feels pretty weird you know in the in the last the last issues really makes me want it almost feels like they had broken up at that point and they're just meeting after a year or something.
1: That's what I thought was happening. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't positive, but I, I, it seemed like after it was after you know she had gone off to college and he had not, and so they had kind of just gone their own ways because of that fact. Yeah, but do I know that for sure? No.
0: I think for kids, it would be hard to not have distance come up between you. Yes. I don't know. I think you'd be de facto broken up at that point. She's going to go off to college and do whatever she wants. And I don't know. He's got to go back to high school because his mom died and he had to fight aliens. (laughs) It's,
1: it's you know it's not nece- it's not really fair but you know life's not fair no. sometimes sometimes you just get a alien hand coming on and you just get to fight aliens
0: I think this whole book that's like the thesis of it is life sure as shit isn't fair
1: sometimes you're stuck in the in the middle of a war between the military and some alien guys and so you're gonna get shot Mm-hmm. you know what was strange to me what's that the serial killer guy.
0: Yeah, it was a weird way to end the series, at least.
1: Yeah, especially that.
0: Uh, um, yeah, I could have done without that, but I liked a lot of his scenes. I don't know. I thought he was so, so much of this book is kind of out of left field. You know, the concept is very strange and the things that happen, particularly early on, are very strange. And then I think it starts to go the way you expect. And then in these books, it just – it goes completely just a lot of ways that I wasn't expecting. This whole military action, the thing that happened with um, uh, Ryoko, whatever her name was, the, the uh, it's just – it's a lot of very unusual directions and, and ideas. Hey, can we take a break for a sec? Sure. All right, I have returned. Welcome back we climb back man this this mr goto It's freaking terrifying
1: he's a he's a, a tough guy
0: mm a tough guy
1: he's a tough guy there uh
0: he's like a tough guy there f- five
1: parasites all at the same time yeah that's tough
0: A little, little wacky
1: yeah did, did what did um Oh what's the the parasite's name that was the I guess Rico or Raiko, you know the one that pretended yes. to be a teacher and then turned out to be like a the one that had a baby.
0: She had several names most of all of which were similar.
1: Yeah, what
0: I, I think I said Raiko at one point. I think that was one of her names.
1: Yeah, they're all close to each other. Yeah. Uh it
0: was Raiko and Ryoko. Ryoko, I think was her original name.
1: What did she mean about Goto saying that he is weak, but invincible. What did that... Like, was it simply that, oh, you can outthink him because he doesn't understand humans? Or was it something deeper that I didn't get?
0: I think that... I don't really know how much deeper it is, but I think it's just sort of, you know, compared to Shinichi, that he's actually stronger because he's uh, more human. Um... I don't know. I guess, uh, honestly, at anything that I said about it, I would just sort of be bullshitting through it.
1: That's why well, I'm just like, I'm just assuming this, just because, hey, like, uh, Shinichi didn't give up when, even after he lost Migi. And mm-hmm. because of that bravery, you know, he won because Goto wasn't expecting it. Yeah, um, And they even had like a little War of the Worlds type thing where the earth garbage gave him, it poisoned him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that ended up causing him to explode <laughs> after after Miggy me Miggy was in his body. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. He got absorbed. Ab-
0: yeah, he absorbed him.
1: I was a little disappointed about like Miggy in this second half. I think. How so? Like he just he didn't. There, there was he a lot less kind of interactions in it because it they kind of broadened the story for a while there with the military and the mm-hmm. serial killer so there simply was a lot less time for them to like have conversations but i liked a lot of the stuff in the first half where shinichi was trying to explain humanity to Miggy. Mm-hmm. and Miggy's like you know he's a cold alien just wants to survive so he doesn't understand like that i kind of wanted i really liked that moment where uh goto is like lying on the ground probably dying but you're not sure and you know shinichi could finish him off or or let him or leave him and it's 50 50 shot he'll survive and Miggy's like no i can't do it i can't finish him off you know it'd be much like you trying to kill a human you know the way you expect like i like that a lot and i Mm -hmm. i always i find all the scenes in this whole book about them kind of their views on on ethics and and moralizing like clashing and them having to like sort it out. I thought that was always interesting. And there's less of that in this.
0: Yeah, it is consistently, um, some of the most fascinating things about this story is just exactly what his character is because it's very good at being alien and it's not just, you know, sinister bad guy. Like I think, I think Ryoko is, um, is very interesting when she's not being a villain because she does things and you question her motivations and it's that's a lot of what makes the whole first half with Miggy interesting. Yeah. He's trying to figure out human society and what's appropriate and you know, oh, I'll, I'll just turn into a giant dick in this in the middle of this conversation, you know. It admittedly it does make it uh more interesting. So this this shift to, I don't know. I, I, I like this as the conclusion for various reasons, but I agree with you that I wish that there was a a few more of those character moments that it had more time to dick around and show that.
1: It, it was much faster paced than that first half for sure. Mm -hmm. It moved a lot quicker. There was a lot more action. Um, I think, I don't know to was very much a physical threat, mm-hmm. but I don't think he ever was a like a a a existential threat the way that Ryoko was a Reac- Ryoko was you know the like her the fact that she had the baby mm-hmm. and the way she acted around that was I like it seemed to like you could see it in Shinichi's reactions where he was like upset because like it is a human baby and she is. I, like she's just like com- treats it like it's you know uh, a bug like it's just something she has to take care of but she has no feelings for it no like even basic empathy even though she develops that as as the yeah it's clearly
0: goes on, just it, it changes her somehow
1: which is really fascinating but yeah goto is never he's never like a threat on that level he's more like oh my god this thing is yeah. flying blades at me from 50 angles
0: He's, he's just, he is just the last boss and that's it.
1: Yeah, I think. Although I do like the fact that he just kind of, uh, stops appearing human. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he
0: turns into, he turns into Attack on Titan.
1: Turns into a Resident Evil man. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: He's gonna turn him into a Jill sandwich.
1: Oh, God. I'm, what does, do you know what, actually, I'm gonna look that up. If he's what he's done after this.
0: I think that's a good question. I'd, I'd kind of like to read it.
1: Um, it's a lot of sh- it's shorter stuff. I think shorter, there's, see, The Country of Tanabata, Tanabata no Kuni, Four Volumes, Yuki no Tuje, Tsurugi Sur- no Mai, Haruka, History. That's ongoing. Okay. Mm. And then, uh, he's doing two ongoings? That isn't, I mean, I know manga artists go crazy, but... History Constantin. is the story of Uman as a the, Uman as a secretary in general to Alexander the Great. That is still going. Hmm. That is, it's all like Greek stuff. I don't know what rare. I don't know how to pronounce this. R e i r i. But this seems like it'd be right for. Like, you could just easily make sequels to this if you wanted to.
0: Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, I think this is a this is a good world. Something that you could you could tell good stories about other characters in this. I think there'd be more to tell about Shinichi.
1: Well, the okay, the second uh, one I mentioned, he is writing but not drawing. There's a different artist actually drawing it. Uh, it is also another period piece. So he's working on some period, you know, mangas.
0: What do you mean by period? Like one what, is taking
1: what? during, like, Greek history and one is Jap- some period of Japanese history. Interesting. Uh, an era, which I'm not familiar with. Can mm. Find it again. Shibata, I think it said, or something like that
0: the Chibata era
1: yeah sing oh, i'm stupid singaku i remember i was thinking of something else i think singaku period
0: i was so relieved when she did not fall off the goddamn yes building.
1: i was very i was like oh no yeah don't no please yeah
0: no i mean i i like that the ending is bittersweet i like that uh miggy ostensibly dies Um, which makes sense given what he went through. Yeah. Um, I, I like that he kind of is still alive and he shows that and that that happens to where she doesn't die. I'm so glad that she doesn't fucking die. That'd just be awful. Yeah, if she had died, I it'd be the fucking worst ending. <laughs> I'd be
1: like, "Oh no, yeah, I, I liked this, and now hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I'm angry.
1: <laughs> now, not I'm not happy about about it. No, I'm so glad that she got saved. Although that that ending is, yeah, I it's... don't, I don't know why they brought back the that guy. Yeah, I feel like he had his place, and it it worked. For what they're, like, how they're showing, like, this completely inhuman man can spot, uh, these aliens because they're like him in a certain way. They're not Mm -hmm. human. He can, he is, as a hunter, as a predator of humans, he is able to spot the difference. And that, and, you know, I... Felt he was a little overdone at times, but I understood what they were going for. But to come, why? Like, he barely met, knew the kids. Yes. They like barely knew Shinichi. Like, why?
0: But it just feels like it's not necessarily author appeal, but it's, I don't know. Like Like, they've been trying to make this statement about how Shinichi is this hybrid of these two things, that it makes him more animalistic. And I suppose. This serial killer is kind of the culmination of that idea, you know, that it's these two... I don't know. It seems like all of these things, every one of these fights, uh, it's something about these things' nature. You know, you're learning something about that. So I suppose they're trying to say... Or he's trying to say something about that here, but I don't know.
1: I just felt that, like, that was all settled.
0: Yeah, I... I kind of was going into relaxation mode at this point
1: yeah i was just like okay this is uh the coda this is the epilogue this is mm-hmm. all right what's how's his life going now maybe like a, you know a nice little thesis statement to wrap up the theme of the book but the climax has already happened and it's you know we're winded down and suddenly oh no the serial killer has just murdered two people and is Gonna throw his girlfriend off a building. Uh, well, wh- okay. Huh? huh? I mean, I'm glad that it, it is important that she survived.
0: Yeah. If... if It would be grotesque if, if she died there.
1: Yes. It's... Uh, it, it doesn't seem to add anything. mm Um he, he, he got stabbed in the arm, but Shinichi seems okay, other than that.
0: He's gonna shrug it off.
1: Well, it's his... Does that arm... Is it... It's a regular arm now, right? That's how it works?
0: Um, whenever, um, whenever, uh, Miggy's asleep, and he is ostensibly asleep forever now. Right. It just, it goes back, and he, he basically lets it turn back into a regular arm. Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: It, I, I there wasn't blood coming out where he got stabbed, so I was just curious. A,
0: yeah, that's a good observation. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: I <laughs> should Yes, exactly. Oh my God. uh,
0: it goes clear through. He got him in the poof of his shirt. That's what that is. That's what you get for wearing those billowy sleeves, like a pirate. Yeah, pirate shirt. I, I was expecting a follow up with the baby. Yeah, that's a that's a very loose end there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's the eventual sequel. Baby's grown up and mm-hmm. it's the evil hybrid
0: seems unlikely yeah I don't think so I will just, just be a just be a fucking traumatized baby <laughs>
1: yeah I mean it's an orphan, yeah, I did like those dream sequences mm hmm where Shinichi's she's dreaming and he's talking to Mickey and Mickey's like actually like a roughly like a person mm-hmm. you know he's not just like a little growth, he's like a full thing, but it yeah. was a little very ephemeral, you know it's not it felt like a twin uh twin peaks. Thing where it's just like people speaking in riddles because we have to obscure what's happening or something. I don't know. I I don't know. Overall, it it was good. I it's. I think all my complaints are nitpicky. Yeah,
0: I th- yeah. It's the only thing that's problematic is that it's n- not like it kind of levels off. You know, I think it's. It did have some really some. Some moments that I thought were really stellar, like I really liked Ryoko's death, and I liked uh, the the later scenes with um with Migi and and things like that. The showdown with the police and the army was kind of amazing too, but it felt like it was just going to be so much more. Like I was expecting something huge and epic, and I got I got something good.
1: It's it's just hard to escalate escalate yes. stuff to a certain yes. extent. Like how much like if they went if he went any further, it would be like there's a mothership. That, that's yeah. what it would take. And
0: I do like I do like that that it stays more on the ground level because that would feel really sort of weird.
1: I do okay, I do have a question. When, after he loses Miggy, what do you feel like how do you feel about that he like he strikes up a little relationship with that old lady? Mm-hmm. what did you like that? Did you? I don't. It.
0: It did not bother me. It, it felt it. It felt very manga to me, to just have this weird little side story in the middle there, where he's trying to figure things out. It. It didn't. It did not. It. It. It felt. I mean, this is kind of horror genre, but it didn't feel like horror genre. It just feels sort of maybe culturally appropriate.
1: It felt like there should be a it felt like that moment in an action movie where there's a big montage, but it's instead him helping out an old lady.
0: Mm-hmm. This is this is him training in the Russian snow.
1: Or like uh or like crafting a bow out of like trees. Yes. You know, yeah. Getting ready for your final showdown. Both appropriate.
0: Mm-hmm. You help an old woman with her groceries.
1: Yeah. I guess it centered him on on humanity again, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. probably the 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 purpose. It was like, here's this. It's a sweet old lady helps him out, you know. Doesn't really expect much in return except for help carrying groceries. Is this? I don't. Do you know where how this? I, I imagine this is gonna get uh, or has experienced. I don't even know some some sort of resurgence because of the uh, the anime.
0: I would imagine so.
1: Seems always whenever there is an anime, it seems the manga always kind of oh, yeah. gets attention.
0: It does seem weird that it's taken so long to get an anime. So I, I I don't know. I thought this was a very worthy book for many years.
1: It's I mean I I know that it because of I think largely because of Attack on Titan. Like there is just so much demand for more anime that this probably was like hey this is a title that is is uh. You know, relatively easy to adapt and is there, you know, let's what's, what's do it. Just pull the trigger on it because just it's it's something else to put out there, you know, of, of quality. Yeah. Like, I, I think all the sales figures for manga and anime has just gone up and up and up and up and up and up in the last couple of years.
0: Damn booze.
1: <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself, Eric. we got to talk about that next week.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is there anything else you want to touch on, Parasite? I think this is a very good book. I I, I would echo everything I said the first our, our first discussion. I recommended all those. You know, it has ho- it's it's there's horror elements. I think that is the one thing preventing me from like hey saying anyone should read this because the gore would bother some people. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But if I if I know someone who can handle a a gory comic, I would certainly recommend this. It's just it is. That is the hard sell on this, because otherwise it is very kind of approachable and and accessible, but then you get people get chopped in half and guts hanging out. It's not – a lot of people are not going to be able to read that. But I would say, you know, that's the first test. Can you – do you mind that stuff? No? All right, then. Read it. You miss anything? I don't think so. All right. Are we – we're Nameless City next week?
0: Yeah. I need to get my copy.
1: So, so that was that will be it for Parasite. This is, uh, volumes five through eight. Uh, the past two weeks we've done the entire series. Satoshi Iwaki. Uh, next week we are doing Nameless City Volume One. I think I believe that this is the first book of a trilogy. Uh, written and drawn by Faith Erin Hicks uh, with colors by Jordi Belair. Uh, I am pretty excited to read this. And we're gonna talk about there's apparently some uh, some Twitter uh, conversations going on about this book about cultural appropriation. Involved in that, even though it, you it, until you had alerted me of it, I had not seen anything on my feed about it. But you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything.
0: And I just happened to stumble in and be like, Oh, I'll check Twitter, and this conversation was happening. And I, I don't know, I thought it was interesting, and it weirds me out.
1: No, we'll certainly we'll talk about it next week. I'm excited, yeah. I'm just excited let's, to read the let's book. Do I think it. I'm Faith Aaron Hicks is a, an excellent uh, comics an, creator, so i yeah.
0: Just looking, Wonderful creator.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading this. Where I, you know, I follow her on Twitter, and she's been talking about it for years, literally. Yes. So finally reading it will be exciting. But also, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about everything. uh So that's it. Nameless City. I got it on Amazon for like nine dollars. So fifteen bucks on retail, even that. So pretty affordable. Uh, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at com. Find us on uh, on iTunes if you like us. Give us a five-star review. Subscribe. All that good stuff. On iTunes or wherever you listen to us, whatever podcatcher app you use, uh, it will filter down. It will help us out. It will help more people find the show. We obviously appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash uh Twitter at Hour. You can email us if you wish. HandsomeBoysComics at gmail.com. Uh, see. You can find me on Twitter at Mixmaster Serial. That's M I X M A S T E R C E R E A L. Eric, where can they find you online?
0: You can see my portfolio by going to freewillunlimited.com. And you can see most of the other things I get up to online by going to ericzgoodnight.com. Goodnight.com. That includes my Instagram, where I'm known as Easy Goodnight, and my Twitter, where I'm at Mr. Bad Example, spelled M R Bad Example.
1: So, with that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one.
0: Rock and roll.